Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. This is the second time I've showed up at Dan's house in the East Bay. Hey, Hi. man. What's up? You're rolling. Rolling always. <laughs> Dan Brecky is our transportation editor. And today we're going to be doing something that I've never done before, but I'm super excited about. We're going to be commuting into work with strangers. There is a June ballot measure before all Bay Area voters that would raise bridge tolls in the nine-county region to support transportation projects. Supporters are banking on the idea that people hate how they're getting to and from work. (laughs) The casual carpool, what is it? It's a completely spontaneous arrangement by which uh, people who are driving to work solo pick up total strangers and give them a ride from various points in the East Bay, including North Berkeley, where we're headed, to downtown San Francisco. Today, Dan and I carpool into work and talk with our fellow commuters about regional measure three. I'm Devin Kadiyama. Welcome to the Bay. So people line up, cars pull up to pick up riders, and whoever is at the head of the line gets into the, you know, the first car that stopped and People behind them in line will go to the the following cars. I offer the driver a dollar. Many passengers offer the driver a dollar. And this will be our car here. They're probably going to the Civic Center. Dan and I get into the first car in a line of cars and ask if it's cool if we record. Luckily, they're listening to KQED, of course, and they say sure. All right. (laughs) Yeah, actually, could you turn it down? Thanks. So I'm, I'm Devin Kadiyama, by the way. Oh, yeah, hey. Hi. Nice to meet you. This is Dan Brecky. Dan Brecky, uh, yeah. Hey, how are you doing? Yeah, uh, I'm David Zlatchin. David? Uh-huh. And Tiana Wertheim. All right, so we're in the car. We're on the casual carpool with uh, Dan Brecky, David, and Tiana. Um, <laughs> do, you, do you all know about the bridge toll um, on the ballot measure? The, uh, the ballot measure? measure three? I don't. Nope. No, me neither. Yeah. Oh, okay, so here we go. Okay. Here we go. We're going to tell them a little bit about it. First, uh, do you know how often voters are asked to raise bridge tolls at the ballot? This is the third time in the last 30 years. There was Regional Measure 1 in 1988 that doubled the toll from $1 to $2. There was a second bridge toll increase on the ballot in 2004 called Regional Measure 2, and I believe that raised it from, um, it went from $2 to $4 eventually. How, how is Regional Measure 3 going to work? Which bridges around the Bay Area would increase and by how much? All seven state-owned bridges. So uh, another way of thinking of that is every bridge except the Golden Gate Bridge, which is owned by its own district. And, and how much would it increase by? 
it'll be a $3 bridge toll increase that'll be implemented in three stages. So if this measure passes, it'll be a dollar bridge toll increase next January 1st, another dollar in 2022, and another dollar on January 1st, 2025. A quick note just to say that the ballot measure says that carpools would continue paying half the rate of standard commuters, which is one benefit of the carpool. The other, as we all know, is that you're supposed to move faster than the traffic itself. Right now, our car is having a little trouble with that one. And David, I just noticed you uh, moved all the way over to the left side of the lane. Is this a technique that you use every morning to get into the carpool lane? Uh, it, indeed it is. It's part of the patented carpool move to the left. <laughs> And is this when we start to see this, some traffic open up and uh, we start to pass some cars on our right? Well, um... <laughs> that's, that's what you hope happens, but it's definitely not a sure bet. Yeah, really? I, I would not, especially at this time of morning, you know, between 7 and 8 o'clock, usually it's, there's no real difference between carpool. And, yeah, I'm, I'm noticing traffic. that right now. We're slowing down, almost yeah. coming to a stop. Once we hit the toll plaza, then it, there's like a little stretch there where it opens up and the kind of the, the waiting bumper to bumper stuff loosens up once you pass that toll plaza. I gotta ask, how good does it feel once you start to get in that lane that just opens up and you start to pass everybody? <laughs> uh, it, it's a good feeling. You feel you feel real good. I don't know if it's worth a nine dollar feeling. <laughs> oh, there you that's go. good. That's good. All right, uh, Dan. So somebody thinks that raising the bridge toll to $9 is a good idea. Why are they saying that this is a good idea? What would it pay for? The uh, bridge toll has been seen as a way of paying for projects that help commuters who are stuck in some other part of the commute. And uh, there's a long list of projects that uh, planners have on the boards that they think would uh, help free things up some. They range from reconfiguring uh, problematic highway interchanges. There are several of those in the Bay Area. And then there's, there's a lot of spending for transit, for improving ferry service and for improving BART service. And are, and are supporters saying basically this is the only way to fund that right now? They are saying that. And um, just a quick question. This so, is David, our driver, jumps in with a question of his own. It seems that the majority of folks who go into the city are commuting into the city for work and for jobs and they're kind of middle or lower income uh, folks I think at least from the really outside communities and it, have they looked at other ways of funding this like you know through San Francisco tax plans as opposed to or taxing businesses or finding other ways to uh, pay for this especially since a lot of their workers are coming in to work. San Francisco is looking at raising some taxes to pay for transportation projects in San Francisco. You know, everybody else, all the other counties are kind of doing the same thing. I mean, tra Alameda County, for instance, has a sales tax that goes to transportation. It seems to me that it's a regional problem, so it's not county specific, so maybe the state could consider some regional investment in transportation. Well, that's a good, like, so who's against this yeah. measure? There is opposition based on the impact to working people that David just mentioned. And there is opposition from people who feel like the MTC has just done a really bad job. There's a, a, a guy up in Marin County named David Schoenbrunn who runs a group called TransDef, the uh, Transportation Defense and Education Fund. And he feels that 
virtually everything DMTC has done over the last several decades has sort of backfired. And he believes that actually government money should go toward a, a very concerted effort to encourage carpooling. That said, we are just now getting into the carpool lane, uh, or I guess the ramp, over. the ramp going to the Bay Bridge, right? Yeah. Do you, is, this, is there a name, a special name for this? This is called a flyover. A flyover. This was built after the um, 89 earthquake oh, when wow. they uh, reconfigured this entire interchange, supposedly to fix it, but it's never really gotten better. The regional measure three needs a simple majority to pass. Do you have any idea what voters are saying about it? There have been a couple polls on this. The Metropolitan Transportation Commission uh, surveyed voters last fall and found out that there was pretty general support for it, at least 50% plus in, in uh, every county and among all groups, drivers and uh, non-drivers alike. More recently, one of the TV stations in town uh, polled this and found 40% yes and 34% no, but that leaves this huge undecided group, so we don't really know how this is going to turn out. Uh, David, Tiana, do you have any questions that you want uh, Dan to maybe try to tackle? I just don't understand what the big picture plan is. I mean, jobs are in the city, people who can't afford to live in the city move far out. I have staff who live in Tracy, Manteca, Antioch, Oakley, that all commute to San Francisco and they live out there because they can't afford to live in the city. I have a friend in Tracy who drives to the BART, so she drives for about half an hour, I think, and then takes the BART. I think my main question is, how do we want them to get to work, and how do we want that to be paid for, and who do we want to pay for it? Boy, you know, you could be the transportation <laughs> reporter. No, those, were, those are all really crucial questions. As you're noting, transit isn't really sufficient to carry everybody comfortably. The reality is we have a bunch of incremental changes. You know, and I'll, I'll tell you what, to interrupt right here, where I usually get off is like down here somewhere. We had to cut our conversation short and we got dropped off at 9th and Harrison in San Francisco's Soma District. All right, thank you very much. Thanks a lot. This is great. So we just got out of the car. David just dropped us off. Um, we can cross this way. The last thing Dan mentioned before we got dropped off was this poll by the Metropolitan Transportation Agency. 85% of people surveyed said Bay Area traffic in the last year has gotten worse. So now you get to decide what you think of Regional Measure 3, which, if you live in the Bay Area, will be on the ballot in just a couple of weeks on June 5th. Super thanks to David and Tiana for helping us get to and from work. David, as a favor to you, I'll only share this part of your commuting secret. The lineup to make a left on the Shell Station on-ramp is too long. I'll go straight enter into the Shell Station, wait for the light to change, and then go into the lineup. And if you want to hear the first time I showed up on Dan's doorstep for a story, go back a week and listen to the episode where we talk about Oakland's coal lawsuit. You can see all of our episodes by subscribing to The Bay. We are a product of the public media station KQED. I'm Devin Kadiyama. You've been listening to The Bay. California is this huge place. It's hard to get around the state. California Report Magazine does a pretty good job of bringing you on a tour of the cities and people that make up the state wherever you are. 
Host Sasha Coca brings you stories that show you how diverse and wonderful California truly is. Subscribe to the California Report magazine wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. <laughs> 